Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 20th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our daily begins. We are working our way through the book of James. We've been in James for, what, two weeks or so? And we're already about halfway through. We're going to finish up chapter three today and a five chapter book. So we're already kind of over the hump, getting towards the end of the book. It's time to start thinking about where we're going to head next. If you've got a suggestion, send it in to us. Message us on Facebook and Instagram. Let us know where you'd like to go. We're going to hit the Old Testament next. So there's a lot of options in the Old Testament to be in a really long book for a really, really long time. And there's options to be in a short book for a short amount of time. I'm up for whatever. I'm happy to get back to the Old Testament. It's always a challenge. There's always different kinds of literature and genres in the Old Testament that require a little bit of extra time to prep and do some meditation on. And if you've got one that you're just itching to get to, send us a message. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, as we now cross over the halfway mark of the book of James, Lord, in no way does it seem like we're headed downhill. This book just seems to keep ramping up every day just hitting us with more and more practical truth about how to live the Christian life. God, as we look at this passage today, there's so many buzzwords. There's a lot for us to get distracted on and in a good way, in a way that leads us to meditate on one thing for a long time. But there is a lot in this passage, so won't you help us sort it out today? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, one of the hard parts about doing an audio podcast and you don't have the Word of God in front of you. Is that sometimes we come across passages like this one that are just really hard to get through audio. I mean, there's a lot here. So I want to read it again. I'm going to read it slow. I want you to just do your best to try and listen. Follow what James is saying. Like I said in the prayer, there's a lot of buzzwords here. But let's try to just concentrate on James's main argument. All right, it goes like this. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, 
then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. James is trying to communicate that there are two types of wisdom. One wisdom that comes from above and one that doesn't. Wisdom is such a messy term for us Christians. We can probably ask 20 Christians what wisdom is and get 20 different answers. Yeah, they're all going to be kind of close. But we all just have this idea of what wisdom means because it's something that the secular world pulls from. Outside of Christianity, wisdom is still sought after as experience, life experience, a certain perspective on things. And James is saying in this passage that if it's not wisdom from above, it's earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. The world is confused about what actual wisdom looks like. And James wants to make it really clear in our passage. The main thing he says, the main thing, is that real wisdom from above is pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, good fruit, impartial, and sincere. And so when you think about a secular person who would be considered wise, well, well, what's the answer? They know it all, right? They go to the old wise sage and they get the answers to life. And yet James is saying that wisdom from above is peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and impartial. Meaning, well, they probably won't have all the answers. They're open to reason. They're open to have conversation about differing views. They're impartial, meaning they're not necessarily tied to one way of thinking. The contrast that James is making is that the earthly, unspiritual, and demonic wisdom also looks a certain way. It's bitter, full of jealousy and selfish ambition. Experience can do that to you. Experience can turn someone bitter. It can turn someone jealous to build up ambition for one's self. Now, my friends, there are plenty of passages that say that we should listen to those who are older than us because experience does count for something. But James is making it really clear here that there's not much of a gray area when it comes to wisdom. There's one from above and there's one that's not. As Christians, which one will we be? Are we going to be ones who seek after our own agenda? That we guard our mouths and our tongues, just like we talked about yesterday, only for the sake of being known as someone who guards our tongues and only speaks in creative little limericks or rhymes to pass off some knowledge in a wise-sounding way, to shift the room to meet our own agenda, unwilling to even hear the viewpoints of others? Or are we going to be ones that James describes here? as gentle, open to reason, pure, peaceable, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial, and sincere. We're peacemakers, my friends. We're not ones who are supposed to get engaged in crazy arguments and battles with one another. Christians are supposed to bring people to the Prince of Peace. Are we defenders of the faith? Of course. Are we impartial about some things? Of course. But we sure don't want to look like the world when we are pursuing wisdom from above. Let me close this in prayer. Lord, as we go today and we go about the work that you've put before us, God, you've given us a job to do, to have dominion over your creation, 
Lord, we want to be faithful in that. And we want to navigate through whatever you throw at us today in a way that honors you. Lord, we, just like we've said so many times as we've gone through James, we don't want to be a people who are described the way James describes them. Unspiritual, selfish, jealous, earthly, demonic, bitter. We do not want to be people like that, Lord. So humble us. Humble us before your throne, Lord. Show us that even secular folks have knowledge that we don't have. Help us to be gentle and be full of mercy. Be impartial, open to reason, slow to speak, and eager to hear. God, we want to be like you. We want to be known as people who look like Jesus, not as a people who are looked up to for wise wisdom and advice. People get wisdom and advice from us that doesn't lead them to you. It's not wisdom or advice at all. So God, help us. Help us as we go today. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.